We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, one guest today, Toby Rowland, coming up on the Sooner Sports Podcast. But before we get going, I wanted to remind you that the Sooner Sports Podcast is brought to you in part by AT&T. AT&T is America's best network. Academy Sports and Outdoors is the preferred sporting goods retailer of Oklahoma Athletics. Brahms Ice Cream and Dairy Store, farm fresh for over 50 years. And Metroplex Electric, we can be your electrician. He's back. The voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland, on the Sooner Sports Podcast now. This is the Sooner Sports Podcast. Your all-access pass to Sooner Sports. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Allstate. Are you in good hands? And by Riverwind Resort. Riverwind Resort, the place to be. Oh, mama, what a play! Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. It's a Monday, which means it's time to talk to the voice. Toby Rowland returns after vacation. T-Row rested, relaxed, ready to go to all those adjectives fit in after a week away uh rested and relaxed and i will be ready to go in uh two months from sunday <laughs> wow wow uh, no i'm ready to go i've been ready to go for a long time you know that i'm i'm itching to do something so uh no I'm, i feel good Good to hear your voice again. Good to hear from you, man. Uh, it was uh, it was fun with social media anymore. It's almost as if you're you, you get to experience the vacation with your friends, and uh, that was that was just really cool. Even though getting a flat tire on a rental car has to be on the uh, high end of things that you hate to see, because what do you? I mean, what do you yeah. do? I mean, it's just it's got to be a, a, a nightmare. It was a nightmare. It was on a Sunday oh, no. uh, afternoon, and we were about an hour away from our hotel and uh, discovered the flat tire, and that's never happened to me before. So I had no idea what to do. I could not get a hold of the rental car company, and it ended up being uh, 
Well, I mean, we ended up getting it fixed uh, by a very nice man who kept his tire shop open late for me on a Sunday to get it done in uh, California. So uh, there are great people in the world. And another one named Ryan came to our assistance in this situation. But it was not ideal, that's for sure. How cool, man. How cool. Well, now that you're back, you know, we're, we're on a bit of a downhill roll through July. Players are back on campus uh, Lincoln Riley made the media rounds last week. We've got virtual Big 12 media days coming up here in just a bit. I'll start with that. I know you haven't. I don't think. Did you get a chance to talk to Joe C on your show Friday? No. Okay. Uh, Friday was the oh, 4th of July. The 4th That's of right. July. Right. So we didn't have a show. Right. That's right. But I'm just, just curious. Now that you've had a week, and unfortunately, unfortunately we've seen numbers grow. It looks as if uh, face coverings are going to become mandatory in Norman starting on Wednesday. How are you feeling about, about football? And, boy, what's still an incredible plan that Oklahoma has in place right now that Lincoln Riley and Joe Castiglione and Dr. Dell Bratzler have put together? Yeah, I tell you, what, what I feel really, really good about is that. Is that um, Joe and Lincoln and everyone involved – in OU's efforts is really on the ball with this thing and has been from the get-go. And I have been so impressed, and I'm sure we've said it on this podcast many times, every time Lincoln Riley uh, opens his mouth, I'm impressed, you know? I mean, he's just the uh, composure and intelligence and leadership that he exudes is remarkable. So, I feel great that if any school in America, if any university in America is going to be ready for this thing, it's going to be ours. I I think Oklahoma is is ready. Um, The problem is that when you play a a schedule, you got to play other teams. So I don't know how confident I am in everybody else's playing. So uh, we'll see. I I just – I think that uh, the closer – that we get, and we're less than two months away now. Uh, we need some. Uh, we need a couple of things. We need those numbers to turn back in a good direction for us. You know the the positivity that we were all feeling about a month ago, uh, where it looked like you know all the numbers were going down, and and maybe we were on the verge of beating this thing. We need that to turn around again because it's not. It's going the wrong direction right now. And uh, and the other thing is, and I know we've talked about this, they, they desperately need uh, the professional sports to get out there in front and and uh, show that it's it's going to be OK. So um, I, I, I don't I, I would say I am, uh, you know, I, I'm sure that college football is going to be played. I'm probably a little bit less sure it's going to be played in the fall than I was about a month ago. I think the the possibility of it being played in the spring, and there, listen, there's a bunch of uh, complications that come with that, and I understand it. it. It is not preferred by anybody, but it's better than nothing. And I do think that that is uh, at least maybe fractionally more a possibility today than it was a, a month ago or so. You, you know what I found fascinating in that spring conversation that's that's reared up this week with with numbers spiking is through it all Tiro I think that we missed one of the bigger stories and that was 
Lincoln Riley, and he said this on, I think it was the, the Today Show on Saturday or Sunday morning on NBC, and he said it during his Zoom press conference, and he said it in Pete Thamel's story. We need to have across-the-board plans here. I don't think – I know that state by state you're going to have different rules as far as capacity, but when we're talking about college football testing and, and planning, I know that we're in a sport where it's not necessarily one-size-fits-all, but Lincoln Riley has basically said, hey, when it comes to testing, we need to be – one size fits all. And to me, that says we want to make sure that when we're playing other teams, we know they've been tested as thoroughly as we have. Yeah. And I don't understand why there hasn't been anything more universal on that front yet. Yeah, I, I think it's it's one of the problems college football has. Maybe the biggest problem is the individual individuality of it, the independence of it. That in many ways is the beauty of it. You know, I mean, right. the, the, con- conferences – are so run separately from each other and not to mention universities, but there is not a commissioner of college football. And with this thing, it's a problem, you know, that there isn't kind of a, and you say, well, what about the NCAA? Well, with college football, it's not as, you know, much out there. It's not like college basketball where they run the tournament and all that kind of stuff. It's more, the universities and the conferences, and that's really what the NCAA is made up of anyway. But I feel like if you watch a golf tournament, you know when when guys hit their drives, one hits it right, one hits it left, and one hits it down the middle, but they're all about the same distance, and they get to their ball, and they're and they're all looking at each other, saying, "Is it you? Is it me? Like who's next? Are you away? Am I away? No, is it he? Is he away? Who's away? You know how they're all looking at each other, trying to figure out <laughs> whose turn it is to hit." That's what I feel like is going on in college football is everybody's like, are you going to handle it? Are we going to handle it? Am I going to, are you going to handle it? So he's right that there needs to be, and I think it's going to have to come from the power five conferences really where they establish among themselves and if, you know, adopt it on down if you'd like, but they establish among themselves with probably with Notre Dame. Here's, here's what we're going to do. And here's the guidelines we're going to go by. Now, that doesn't help you when you go play Missouri State. You know, that doesn't help you when you go play Army. And and it could turn out that that's an issue. It could turn out that Oklahoma ends up uncomfortable with the testing procedures of one of its non-conference opponents. But it would cover the vast majority of the season if just the Power Five conferences could get together and get on the same page. Tiro, it's, it was interesting in Friday's Zoom. And by the way, if you missed the Lincoln-Riley Zoom, we have the highlights of it right now in the archives here at Soonersports.com slash podcast. Or for those who subscribe through Apple, just look at available episodes. But it was fascinating to hear the conversation about practice because we don't know what practice is going to look like. We know that you know in our conversation with Brad Camp, they, they had to find a way to sanitize footballs because it had never been done before. It looks like there's going to be a shield that's not only available to cover your eyes, but also your your bottom part of your face mask, if not further. There's, I, I'm, I'm as excited for football, and I'm going to ask you about a depth chart question before we wrap up, but we still got a long ways to go as far as understanding what something as usually simple as practice is going to even look like. Yeah, you know, that's right. And and Lincoln knows more about that than I do. But just exactly how are they going to – it's funny. He's like, you know, at some point we're going to have to actually practice. 
not not just guys lifting weights six feet apart. We're gonna have to actually. So now he's right. That's coming down the road, and that those dates are quickly approaching. I have seen the masks, and I am, or, or at least one of the helmet companies' masks. Uh, it's face shield is a better word for it. Um, and I'm interested to hearing the review from players if and when they use those or from someone like Teddy. Uh, they, you know, we have seen for ever guys who have shield, the shields over their eyes um, to keep from getting poked or whatever. And, and they uh, are usually clear, but not always. Sometimes they're, um, you know, tinted. And it's basically just that that stretches down uh, again, like another level of the face mask down to the, the bottom. So your entire front of your face is shielded, not just your eyes. And uh, that sounds like a great idea. And maybe it, maybe it is. It also sounds like your breath might pop back and hit you in the face and fog everything up and, and be a nightmare. I don't know. It may be a thousand degrees in there. So, I'm looking forward to kind of hearing some reviews on exactly how actually wearable those things are. If it's no big deal, then that's a tremendous breakthrough. You know, if guys on the football field can wear helmets that will at least to a great extent, you know, keep them from breathing all over each other. I know you can't. I mean, I know they're still going to be sweating and tackling and all that kind of stuff. I get it, but at least it would help. And I think it would give, um, it would give some of the outsiders, you know, people who aren't necessarily uh, a part of the sport of college football, they're just worried about people getting COVID. Maybe it would give them a little bit of peace. Toby, two more quick ones, and we'll uh, we'll cut it short today because we got a big week ahead of us. We have one heck of a debate on sound off, which we'll talk about here in a bit. Yeah. But as we start thinking about the season. And we see the the fireworks from over the weekend. Man, I'm so intrigued by this quarterback battle. And maybe more specifically, I'm so intrigued to see kind of how Spencer Rattler ha- handles things. Because, you know, Lincoln Riley was asked on the herd, I think, last week, hey, now you have Spencer Rattler, and what, what did Coach Riley say? Competition, man. No one's just handed the job. He's got to go out and win the job right now, and he expects Tanner Mordecai and Spencer Rattler to have a great battle. But, man, I am really excited to see this next kind of generation of quarterback in Lincoln Riley's office uh, offense where it's a guy that from day one when he got on campus he's been involved in recruiting uh, same thing can be said for Tanner Mordecai as well too I'm just I'm so intrigued as so many fans are to see how that plays out this year yeah I'm with you and and it's gonna have to be done in such a unique way yeah you know I mean great point. however however practices look they're not going to look like they did in last year uh, to what extent, I don't know, but it's going to be different. There's going to be um, more emphasis than ever on the other guy who doesn't win the battle being ready. You know, that's always what you hear is, hey, uh, this guy won the battle, but you got to be ready because you're always one snap away. Okay. I, you know, guys believe that and know that, but still there's this, but now it's not just, it's, you're one cough away, you know, I mean, it's good point. You, you, uh, so it's really going to be, it's going to take both of those guys, I think, to get Oklahoma through, uh, this season. And it's going to be that way for everybody. And hopefully not more than that, but maybe more than that, but but yeah, back to your point, 
it's going to be fun. I uh, think almost everyone anticipates that Spencer Rattler is going to be the guy, and uh, maybe that'll be the case. Uh, but he, he's this is this is the keys to a very very expensive Lamborghini, <laughs> and Lincoln Riley is not going to hand it to someone who is not a proven excellent driver because the guys that have gone before you were excellent drivers and (laughs) you are not going to be the next guy just because you had a bunch of stars next to your name in high school. You've got to earn it. And everybody on that football team has to know you've earned it. They've got to believe in you and know that you won the job and deserve to be the guy. And so he's got to go do that. Ah, Well put. So you kind of changed the game on our debate this weekend. I got to just give you all the credit in the world on this. We, on Tuesday, we tape our sound off show. You guys get it on the podcast platform on Friday. And in honor of voluntary workouts and Sooners returning to campus, the debate was the greatest comeback in Oklahoma Sooner history. And it, it was so just assumed that someone that everyone would want OU Baylor that it wasn't even – you weren't allowed to pick. They were going to throw it into a hat, and they were going to pull a name out, and whoever got OU Baylor, all right, you're, you're the lucky one. You're probably going to win it. T-Row, you changed the game by throwing Jason White as your greatest well, comeback. How about that? And then Chad McKee tried to go over the top with very strategic by Chad, Jessica Cootie judging this week. He went with OU basketball – OU women's basketball, excuse me, as the greatest right. comeback. So I felt like I got the low-hanging fruit. Because I ended up with OU and Baylor, but holy smokes, what a great story to tell with what Jason White went through in his career. It's unbelievable. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, Jess has a tough decision in front of her, and uh, this is going to be a fun, maybe maybe uh, one of our best ones yet. Uh, you have a comeback for the ages, the greatest comeback in OU and Big 12 history, and a night that none of us will ever forget. And, uh, you know, reliving it was Benito and everything that goes into that is going to be a blast. And uh, the the OU women's basketball story is pretty stinking unbelievable, too. I mean, that that was a program that was left on the trash heap. And Sherry Cole and and Stacey Dales deserves a lot of credit in those early years. Not only kept it alive, but. Uh, or brought it back from the dead, but took him to a national championship game. And that was uh, unbelievable. But, uh, yeah, listen, Jason White went from uh, not one ACL surgery to two, two niece, you know, complete ACLs and won the Heisman Trophy. So uh, I think I got a I got a good, strong case anyway. I don't know if I'll win, but I got a good, strong case. What Jason White did was one of the most unbelievable comebacks in uh, college football history. You know, it was Benito is a great call, but I also kind of dig Lincoln Riley took a house in disrepair on the banks <laughs> of the Brazos. So th- let me tell you, that's going that, to end, end up in my, uh, in my defense of it. All right, Toby, have a great week, man. Good to have you back. And who knows, maybe next week we'll have a, a clear plan on what the schedule is going to look like and we'll be ready to roll and, and we yeah. start to flatten this curve and, and we can start really talking about some position battles. I love it. Thanks, Chris. Talk to you soon. I right, see you, Toby.
So there you go. The voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland, back on a Monday. Hey, this episode of the Sooner Sports Podcast has been brought to you in part by Mercy. At Mercy, your life is our life's work. Chick-fil-A, even in these uncertain times, your Oklahoma Chick-fil-A restaurants are here to serve you. Dining rooms are closed, but where possible, you can still order from the drive-thru, the Chick-fil-A app, or from DoorDash. Deposits for the 2020 Oklahoma men's and women's basketball season tickets are currently on sale. Call or text 405-325-2424. And Express Employment Professionals is a premier workforce management provider to Sooner Nation. To find a job or make your next hire, visit ExpressPros.com. Hey, we got a big week. This week on the Sooner Sports Podcast and What's on Tap is brought to you by OG&E. OG&E is power at the speed of life. As you know, this is Rivalry Month on our classic broadcast. So on Thursday night, great game. The 2017 OU Texas game. Back and forth. Baker to Mark Andrews. The sad cheerleader in the background. You won't want to miss that. That's coming up on Thursday. And then Saturday, man. What a classic in 2018. Amazing how many good Bedlam games we've had over the last decade. It's Oklahoma and Oklahoma State when a big play by Trey Brown in the end zone ruined what was, uh, in a good way, ruined in a good way, what was an attempted comeback by uh, Taylor Cornelius and the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Don't miss it. That's what's on our classic broadcast this week. For now, that wraps it up. Everyone have a great start to your week. And until Wednesday's women's podcast with Meg McDonald, Boomer Sooner, everybody.